You know, I've been a wrestling fan now for, at the, at the point of this recording, almost 16 and a half years. Ever since I first found wrestling on June 20th, 2005. I've told this story many times over the years where the very room that I'm recording in was the very same room that I watched Raw on for the very first time. Right where my desk at was where my bed was, and uh, where my bed is now was where the TV was. Channel serving, bored, 13 years old, summer vacation. And I remember just being bored, and I came across Monday Night Raw on Spike TV. And at that moment, it was Carlito in his Raw debut against Shelton Benjamin for the Intercontinental Championship. This course being Carlito's Raw debut after being drafted over through the draft lottery that was going on that year. So myself thinking, alright, there's nothing else to watch. Why don't I just watch wrestling, proceeded to lay there and watch the full episode of Raw. Here we are 16 years later and I can still say that in a way I am still a wrestling fan. But now as of late, I, it has really gotten me to thinking after seeing how social media is now, remembering what caused me to fall out of love with wrestling compared to how I was back then. And quite honestly, it's the wrestling fans themselves, more specifically through social media. I announced about, I don't know, maybe a month or so ago that I was leaving, that I had chosen to leave Facebook pages, or actually Facebook groups, because the overwhelming negativity that I keep seeing in these groups that I'm in really is dampering my enjoyment of professional wrestling. Because all I see nowadays... I mean, I can see it on Twitter, but mostly I see it on Facebook because that's where I spend more time on. All I would see on my timeline or through notifications is just post people saying, this sucks, that sucks, this wrestling company sucks, this wrestling company sucks, like, screw AEW, they suck, They're, this is cringy, this person's overrated, this person's boring, they're overpushed, this wrestler is being buried, etc., etc. Just non-stop negativity to the point where it makes you wonder, are these people really wrestling fans if all they do is just be negative? Because really, when you th I'm not saying fans can't be critical, but it's to the point where all they are is critical. It's like you never hear them say what they enjoy about wrestling. It's a very big rarity depending on who they are and where they post it to. Like, I've seen maybe one group that I'm in on Facebook where people are actually positive because the group is called We Love Pro Wrestling. But then I look at these other groups, and like I said, all I see are the same things. Everything is described as cringeworthy. And by the way, can we please retire the word cringe? Because it's honestly so overused that it's not even funny. Saying that AEW sucks, WWE sucks, Raw sucks. This specific wrestler is overrated, even after they're freaking screaming for this wrestler to be pushed. Find some reason to just shit on everything to where it gets your mood down. And I'm trying not to let that happen to myself, especially what after what happened the one time where I actually lost my love for professional wrestling. And this was back all the way early 2015. More specifically, Royal Rumble 2015. When I say Royal Rumble 2015, I'm sure everybody knows the image that I'm painting in your heads, even if you're just listening to the audio of this podcast rather than seeing the image that's posted on the YouTube video. Back when Roman, when Roman Reigns won the Royal Rumble match, we could all agree... The booking was a poor job. I mean, if it was, like, for me, I would have done things differently, and I'll explain why in just a moment. But the overwhelming backlash with how people were behaving on social media, like saying hashtag cancel WWE Network, 
screaming, just overwhelming negativity on all fronts really got to me to the point where I got burned out from wrestling. Like, between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, the only show I watched was Fastlane. I did not pay attention to the dirt sheets. I was trying my best. I could not even focus on social media with what people were saying were happening during the shows. I was not watching the clips on YouTube from WWE's YouTube channel for anything involving Raw or SmackDown or anything. I was so burnt out, I could not even watch anything. I remember there was one day I tried sitting down to watch Survivor Series 1996. Because there was a period where I was just trying to get caught up with all the Survivor Series pay-per-views. And within five minutes watching the pay-per-view, I turned it off because I just could not focus. I couldn't get into it because I was just that mentally disconnected from wrestling as a whole to the point where I cannot sit down, even watch an old product, to try to get into it for any reason whatsoever. That is how burnt out I got because of the fans' overwhelmingly negative reaction to the Royal Rumble. And all these years later, I remember that Fastlane was made evented by Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan. It took me until either this year or last year to learn why they were having the match main eventing the pro the entire pay-per-view. I honestly did not know until either this year or last year to knowing why they're having the match. I thought maybe it was because of the fans' overreaction saying, oh, people wanted Daniel Bryan, so we're going to give him the match. But then I had to do a bit of research and understand, oh, this was the build to the match. It wasn't just out of nowhere. Like, I had more of an understanding on why Stardust and Goldust were having their match at the pay-per-view compared to what was the main event of the of the entire pay-per-view. Thankfully, WrestleMania 31 being actually a great show got me reinterested in wrestling again. That got me out of my burnt-out funk and gave me a reason to care about wrestling once again because it was great enough to get me out of there. Now, I think for me personally, the way I would have even booked Royal Rumble, maybe line up the hijackings of the show and the negative reactions... What I simply would have done is, Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan are the final two of the Royal Rumble match, and we replicate the finish from Royal Rumble 94's Royal Rumble match, where both men eliminate each other, hit the floor at the same time, and it's declared a draw, and both men are declared the number one contender to Brock Lesnar's WWE Championship at WrestleMania. For a few weeks, they're fighting, arguing, and some brawling about who's the rightful number one contender is, and I would say the second-to-last Raw before the pay-per-view, you have both of them are still fighting, so badly to the point where they're brawling around backstage, they're destroying the authorities' office area. That's when Stephanie declares that both men will face each other at Fastlane to determine who the rightful number one contender is at WrestleMania for Brock Lesnar's WWE Championship. And it doesn't have to be fighting almost like in a comedic style like you saw with Team Hell No. Just actual fighting on who the real number one contender is. And then you can use the fr two Friday Night Smackdowns and the one Raw left before the pay-per-view to cut promos to really finish hyping the pay-per-view because match because you can't suddenly announce that the main event match is going to happen the week leading into the pay-per-view. you got to do a bit before then. And then you can use the rest of the time to build a pay-per-view, and then you have the match and still have the same outcome from what we really had. Because if you think about it, like fans are still high with Daniel Bryan and everything, so why not have that kind of finish to where you can say there's hope for them that things could be the way they want it, even though there's no guarantee because they're still going to get the same end goal. But at least it'll help line the damage and everything. You don't have fans hijacking the shows and everything like that. So that way you still get to the same end result and people can still say, hey, Daniel Bryan won the Royal Rumble. So like that way, like I said, that would be more of a personal ideal thing because then 
You don't have, like I said, you don't have the over-negative reaction to the point where it would get me burned out from wrestling compared to what we got. Because you know things are bad when I just don't want to watch wrestling. Like, right now, I've heard nothing but negative things about wrestling to the point where I choose just to not watch. It's becoming less and less common for me to even go on WWE's YouTube channel and even watch a clip that they post on their YouTube channel from what happened recently, like on Raw or SmackDown or anything. Because chances are, things that they're doing are stuff I don't care about. I don't care about Finn Balor. Not really caring about what Becky Lynch is doing. I don't give a rat's ass about Matt Riddle. And plenty of other things. Like, there's barely anything going on that I just don't care. I'm not going to just sit there and keep watching every Raw and Smack and everything to the point where it's rotting my brain. To the point where I'm sitting there and asking myself, why am I watching this? So, that's why, with that mindset, that's why I've disassociated with certain Facebook groups. Because... I don't want to see just nothing but negativity to the point where I hate wrestling completely. Because really, if it wasn't for wrestling, I wouldn't be wouldn't, wouldn't be on YouTube. Or even have any kind of, like, interactions on social media regarding wrestling. Because that's something that got me to being on YouTube in the first place. That's what got me to give me reason to start being social on social media. Like Twitter and Facebook and all that. That gave me something new besides caring about just video games. So it's like, if I lose my love for wrestling... I don't really have anything else to fall back on. Yeah, I got video games, but really, that's it. Like, I don't care about any other sports or TV shows or anything on, like, at all on TV or social media or anything to get me to care to actually do content on or even to talk about on social media. This is really all I got. So it's like, if people see me leaving Facebook groups, it's nothing personal. It's not like, oh, this specific person drove me away. I'm trying to get rid of that toxicity of sorts from what I see on social media, so that I can maintain my love for wrestling. Because if I just see nothing but negativity, it's going to get to me to the point where I don't want to watch wrestling at all, and don't care about it, and then it's just going to lead me to the point where I don't have a reason to post things on YouTube, because again, that's what my content's all about. Talking about wrestling, wrestling footage, wrestling like gameplay, stuff like that. Without wrestling, I have nothing. So anyway, let me know what y'all thought in the comment section below, and let me know from your own stories... Has there ever been something that happened in wrestling that completely burned you out from wrestling for any period of time? A specific pay-per-view, a specific person winning a match, a certain storyline. Is there anything that burned you out from wrestling to the point where you just avoided it altogether? So let me know what y'all thought in the comment section below, depending on what service you may be listening to. If there is that option, remember to leave a like if you wish to do so. Follow slash subscribe for future episodes of the podcast. And I'll hope you all tune in for the next one. Thanks for listening, everybody. Like, comment, subscribe, or whatever. And peace out, and good day, everybody.